Flick me the finger, right, okay. Now, excuse me, can you stop abusing my guest here? Because... It's a good thing, it's a good thing. What? Fucking Zang... Fucking Sam Simmons is a good thing. Right, now, apparently, according to Ollie in the corner, we have started. I know it might not have been obvious to most people, but we have started. Uh, so, um, do we say grace or let us pray? How do we begin? This we is not hands? the start I was hoping for. It's already gone badly wrong. Badly wrong. So, you know, you, when you invite somebody to your house because you're pretty certain they'll come packing at least five grams of coke and they turn up and they've gone clean and they bring like some vanilla milkshakes and a packet of Haribo. I don't know who you're talking about. It's been this kind of... So, I have assembled what I thought was a dream team of badly behaved, dirty boys. Yeah, I'll, I'll fall off the wagon for you. I'll do that. Richard. Are you, are you, are you thinking do, of falling off the wagon? I'm, I'll do, I'll, I'll I don't fall, know. I'll, if I'm going to fall off for anyone, I'm going to fall off for you. Oh, so ah. Hang on a minute. Is, every, is everyone off? Is everyone not... Um, I'm, I know, I'm sober, but oh, I will do sober. any drugs. Right, just okay. not alcohol. Okay. That's uh, where I'll, I'll talk to yeah. Charlie, see if that's on the... Yeah, let's thingy. get some no. rails out, boys. Let's, let's so everybody's, turn, everybody's yeah, turned sure. up. And in order, John Pendle, international man of leather. Thank you. I don't know what an international man of leather is. Is that an actual title? Yeah, there's a pageant in Chicago each Memorial Day weekend. It's run for 37 years. Yeah. This year, 17,000 people went. Yeah. And I'm the only British person who's ever won it. Oh, oh wow. Congrats. Yeah. What, did you, what did you wear? What, was your, what did you don? Uh, for, the, for the leather round, uh, it was Tina of New York <laughs> and Langlitz because it had to be genuine stuff. Yep. And then for the physique round, it was like a little black leather jock strap with a white stripe. <laughs> I had the white stripe added, so there would be something whiter than me on stage. <laughs> you should go and see the show. The, the photographs pictures. are extraordinary. But, international man of leather, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm seeing at least Jaeger bombs. Yeah. Phoned up to find out that well, John doesn't drink much, but uh, he might he might have a vodka soda and lime. Yeah, love that. Like just the one. No, I've got two. I've got a pint and a and a half. That's a pint of vodka soda and lime. And soda and lime. Yeah. Oh, excellent! Well done. You see, John is already showing willing. Then we have Richard Gad, known to virtually the whole of humanity as one of life's most gloriously creative fuck-ups. Thank you. Yeah, I, I think that's a, I think there's a compliment in there somewhere. I thought, yeah. um, I've, all, I've seen all of Richard's shows. Uh, this one is unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. And they were all, you know, there's always, you know, a fair amount of violence, which, you know, works for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, everything else under the sun, Possibly too many body fluids for my personal taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, what I mean. Not enough for mine. You well, see, you're quite sweaty. <laughs> see, yeah, sweat yeah, is my yeah. least favourite body fluid. Really, really. Yeah. So, oh, I'm happy. Pretty much happy with the rest of them. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But sweat, no. Yeah. So it turns out, Richard. Although it has to be said, he's looking pretty fucking good. Thank you very on much. On the fucking wagon. Yeah. On the Thank wagon. Thank God. 
For Sam Simmons. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not like the wild man of the... I, uh, am I the wild man now, of the Now, how bunch? tragic wow. would that yeah, be? Yeah, completely. If Jolly Sam Simmons... <laughs> Jolly Sam Simmons. <laughs> Jolly Sam Simmons turned out to be the wild guy of the party. Yeah, like, the one sad I was really that? depending on was some, uh, the uh, uh, comic who's pretty much, apart from Jolly uh, Sam Simmons, saved my sanity Good Lord. this He's year. With I, thought, a, I thought it was edgy. Tracy. I thought it was like a really edgy so did guy. I, it's called Slaughtered in the Abattoir. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it's... If it, but I've always what? tried to be ironic, you see. No, you haven't, Richard. <laughs> Why are you fucked? You weren't no. sober enough to be ironic. No, I know, I know. I, well, uh, I, I thought that if I'm, if I'm beasted, I've, I've hammered it for so many years yeah. that I thought if I'm hammering it now on a treadmill 10k every night, I, know. I can't hammer it like I, I usually do. I get fucked. You're like, you're like 26. Uh, How old are you? Yeah, but I look 36. Do you know what <laughs> oh, I mean? Oh, no, you're, my you're facial 26. Head, my facial hair doesn't about join 26 anymore. 26 years old. I mean, how dare he? He's 26. I, He's 26 I, as well. Uh, does that? Jesus. <laughs> oh, fair enough. All right, Children. But, um, so Richard's let me down badly. Sam, thank you very much. On board with this slaughtered thing. Yeah. Then we get Colm, who is... Ah, uh, you know... King Joffrey from Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're doing some stereotyping right here, but yes. <laughs> if Joffrey and Doug Stanhope had a love child, it would be him. What a weird fuck what that would have been. Physically or uh, comedically. Uh, this both. reference is yeah, lost both. on me. Both. Like, I don't watch Game of Thrones. Thrones. Game of I just, Thrones. I just did that. I watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> wow. I I, yeah, I just did that so that you would say Thrones. Wow. Thrones. That it's one, one, the, one of the few sweet things about the show is it's got a team. The show's got a team. Yeah. Because I'm Irish, I don't say the. But it is. I tell you, when. When he did the bit about why hipsters are like Nazis, there were people just absolutely didn't know. There was a bit of a mime there. I'm sorry, I forgot the context. What? What? Do you do a bit about hipsters being like Nazis? I've just said that, Sam. Pay attention. No, but I I did that the other night. Oh yeah, you're stealing his material. No, no, do you not remember at the end I said hail hipster? I did a whole thing called hail hipster. I don't. I did. I do not have the hail hipster line, and now I regret sort of. Well, you can't have that. Oh, wow, that's really cool. I think you find if you check YouTube. I did this two years ago. Well, we're obviously all creative minds here. We're seeing the But you've had yeah. So I thought at least. Yeah. I mean. I know you people can't see him, but hopefully the underbelly will put up a photograph. You even look like a complete fuck-up. Yeah, I am. So, I am. how disappointed was I when he orders a fucking water? Well, I'm just I'm just not drinking. But you the, said you're not drinking, but you, you take you Yes, take drugs yeah, because alcohol was the one where I'd wake up four days later having shit myself in yeah, a park. But at the same time, like if someone like rolled out like a big line of gank, right? Do you call it yeah. gank here? Gank, no. Yeah, yeah gank a big line of cold. gank right now. There's no way you would not like chase that up with like something a bit more fun that was liquid. No, no, I'll just stay on water and just do coke. No, uh, you wouldn't. Yeah, you would I've, I've never done that in my yeah. life. I, yeah, well, not, I have. Not that, it's all right, you know. Not Is that it? I've ever done. Yeah. Do you, ever, do, you ever, do you ever do coke in the morning when you're sober, trying to get you the day? No. No, no, no. Oh, okay. it's, it's a five pint. Not that I've ever known. What I've heard, I've heard that what it's... What you've heard is, what I've yeah, heard allegedly. Is five pints and then and then you're first. What, what do you call it? A line? Five pints and then I didn't know there was etiquette. Yeah, you, you I've never waited around five for the five really? pints. That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. No, you yeah. never do it. If you do it, if you do it straight off the bat... 
what I've heard is that it, it creates like an angry brain and it, it, it doesn't work. I think you need to be a bit loose. Yeah. I think if you do a straight, it, it takes it, it puts the edge on rather than take the edge off. That's that's my that's what I've heard. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard that as well. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. That's we all have to be aware that Gad's mother might be listening in. Oh, of course. Ah, yeah, she, yeah, she, she, she follows me. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah, she, 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 yeah, yeah, and I'm, I, and I banned her from the show this year. Whoa! And, and I can great. tell she's sniffing around trying to figure yeah. out what the hell, yeah. what the hell's going on, what the hell my it's about. Been doing the same thing yeah. Well. Now, so, so, uh, my mother couldn't give a fuck. I don't know where what he's gone. gone uh, but <laughs> John Fleming was kicking around, and uh, he, having tried to get into your show a couple of times, uh, he reckons that Richard could be up for a Malcolm Hardy Award, the Cunning Stunt Award. Oh, right, for this year? Cunning yeah. Stunt? You're always up for that. Yeah, yeah. Not the Cunning and Stunt. You, you fuckers have always dropped me at the last minute with your text. Don't bother turning up tonight. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> I, no, no. What's a Cunning Stunt? What's the Cunning ah, Stunt? Ah, the Cunning Stunt. The emotional stuff of the festival. Like the best stunt yeah, of the festival. What, what did I so do? John's what? rationale is this. Last year, he was at the Banshee Labyrinth. Small room. People queuing round the block. Nobody could get in. This year, smaller room at the Banshee Labyrinth. Damn right, that's how you create a buzz. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure it packs out. Cunning stunts. Honest to God, there is something to be said about if you want to pack out a room and get a buzz, if you want to get that sold out feeling, go for a 20-seater, baby. Yeah, (laughs) no, it is. I still wouldn't sell out. (laughs) So true. Is there a 10-seater I I can have? Because people, I think, uh, with with ego, they go, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm playing 150-seater this year. Would you two stop talking amongst yourselves? We're trying to negotiate some sort of a drug deal thing going on. I will not be heckled on my own podcast. That was, like, that was like the most passive fucking I'm so heckle. sorry. No. I, thought, I thought it was going to be... Oh! All that drug, all that talk of cocaine, I thought that was like a little subtle. I I'd just like to congratulate uh, John Pendle on drinking both his drinks. Good man, John. Gotta be done. But, um... Well, I, I used to see you in small venues before you got... You never... I mean, you must like little venues. Yeah. I mean... I like, um... I like the fear factor in a small venue. Yeah. But I like the bigger venue now because there's more people who are more scared. So because because of what has happened over the last little while, I've got a very different audience, and now I get to play again. So in those smaller rooms, they in a small room, I'll pack it out with people who know what they're getting. But now right. in these bigger rooms, I'll get half the audience who've got no idea what they're seeing. So oh, sorry, therefore, I've just, I've just caught up. Yeah. Things that have happened recently. You Which won the comedy good. award last year, and it changes your audience so incredibly. Does it? Uh, yeah, and it's great because now I'm back. I'm back again. Yeah, at the so point Richard, where I'm now... Richard wouldn't know he hasn't. Yeah, no, well, no, no. Now I'm me. isolating audiences by half again, which is really good. This is like starting out in Edinburgh again. But what's right. his... no, sorry, no, there's a lot of there's a lot of hatred in the room straight away, or like a lot of expectation about this is going to be the funniest thing in the world. So there's a lot of like just people who've got no idea what they're booking a ticket for. They're like, oh, I've heard it's meant to be the funniest thing in the world. And then they sit there and go, oh, no. And that is the perfect place to be. It's where I can set myself on fire and ignite a bit of anger in the room. And, and I love it. I love it. This is the, the best it can be. It will never be this good again than this year, just mucking around in this room and just isolating large pockets of the audience and maybe bringing some of them in, which sounds really lame, like... You know what I mean? It's I like love, love. Yeah, like yeah. it's love, and maybe you'll love it. 
but some of them just won't, and that's a great thing. What? I had a stunning walkout the other night. It ah. was amazing. Go on. Six people just stood up in unison and walked out. I'm like, oh, fuck. And there was, a, there was a dislocation in brain to mouth that night, and I maybe I wasn't too on, but it got to a bit, it was just about... About fucking chicken ethics. It was boring as fuck. And they're like, yeah. oh, I've had enough of this. Chickens, I'm out of here. <laughs> so, like, what type of stance do you have? And mostly what it is, it's because I am a slightly effeminate male on stage. And I get. You remember when I bring my prosthetic cock out? Yeah. And you can see that fear in boring fucking 38 to 52 year old <laughs> men, especially, who are like, oh, if I fucking laugh at this, he's going to see me laughing at it. And then he's going to fucking want to suck my cock. It's a fear of that. It's absolutely homophobic and it's right there in the audience and you can feel it every fucking time. And when they stand up to walk out, I can applaud it and I can chase after them. I can make a funny bit out of it. But I know that I've won. I've won. Good I've man. won. So, fuck so, so, what's, fuck so what's the difference between a pre-award winning audience and a post-award winning audience? Is it older? Is it expectation? So expectation right. afterwards is like so much more. It's a hot ticket. You've got to get it. You've got to tick it off your list. It's that weird little list before you die or something. I've got to see the funniest thing. It was in the paper. Bang. Yeah. Get it off the list. Come on in and sit there like that and just get offended by anything that's slight. I mean, I'm fucking not even offensive this year. But it, it's um. The night I was in, you know, it's packed, and, and like uh, like Sam's saying, half the people have no fucking idea who he is, and there's like there's like this wonderland on stage of bits and bobs and weird shit, and it's 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 a wonderful thing, and the biggest reaction of the night was when he necked a can of beer in Absolutely. One and they're like, whoa! You go, well, that just must make you want to fucking... It made me want to strangle everyone in the audience. I like it because it's like... Usually that's the, one, the only beer I have of the day. <laughs> I really look forward to it. <laughs> and then it gets really funny about five minutes later. But it is really sad. But Sometimes it's, it's that is... fucking tragic. Well, it's also because it's... I mean, it, it's just... It's been changing for years, but it, it even feels a little bit more... And you're going to get your audience. Like, Richard, you'll get your audience. Colin, you're going to get your audience. We all get our audience. We find them there. But it's just that... I'm not blaming the audience or what type of audience you have, because funny's funny at the end of the day. Yeah. But the expectation of what you see on fucking television and then what you do live is so disconnected now that... If you do anything slightly out of the odd, it's like, oh no. And I understand the purest, the purest thing about like just being a, a person with a microphone just telling you how it is. But if you add any colour to that, people judge you straight away, and it's so boring. It's so boring now. Yeah. Oh no. I because one of the reasons, totally wrong as it turns out, uh, that I assembled this little gathering <laughs> was that I am. I've never, psychologically, you know, and like emotionally, I've never had a worse fucking fringe. I am despairing. Oh, but you might, there's, there's going to be gems cool. that you're going to find. You're going to find stuff all the way through that makes it worthwhile. But it's... Um, go, go, go on. But it's the, um, the fringe is being, the real fringe, is being smothered to death under like a fucking 
you know that cloud of smog that sits over Los Angeles. That you, you, it's it's like there's a fucking smog cloud on money and PR and big management and more money. Well, great because you know what bubbles underneath that cop stick is great art. No, when there's no, no, it, no, but it is. No, it does because when that oppression sets in, it's like being under a Thatcher government. It's where the greatest art came. No, yeah. easy so for you to say, Simmons, with your 350 audiences. But oh, the really well, I tell you what makes it fucking difficult. Tell you what makes it difficult to bubble. What makes it difficult to bubble is if it's got no fucking audience because they've gone to see some middle class cunt spend an hour telling you about. Um, but hasn't it always <laughs> like, been that? I, no, I th- I th- no, I, th- I think uh, it's so. I, I agree, and I, and I just I always remember even back before I was even a comedian, you, it would always be the the white middle class people on the boards all around by the Pleasant Courtyard. It was always be that. It's only since the free fringe has become a thing, thanks yep. to the John Kearns's of the world and all these kinds of people. Thanks to the fucking Peter Buckley Hills of the world. Yeah, yeah, and also like the, the yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, of course the Peter Buckley Hills of the world. I, I idolise the man. He's, he's a, oh, he's a polarising winning... But be, yeah. the, the second John Kearns, John Kearns as well, uh, along with Peter Buckley Hill, pushed the free French into the mainstream I feel and that, that was such a big a yeah. big thing and, and Imran Yusuf and all these things and, and I think then it started to be, the fringe started to become underground again I, I think it's in a constant state of flux I think I think that yeah. again be- really easy to see he's playing to like two and a half people and a dog a night yeah. he's had entire audiences Seven. walk Seven out but how it's how really many, how many, really uh, hard how many well, this guy does done? cocaine and water well, exactly, but, right. yeah, that's true. this is first fringe show. oh my god well there you go I mean, no exactly not the there you go no. once upon a time when the fringe no. was a decent place to be yeah. no, we, all, we all like to do that no, all, it rises through people and talent rise through no I don't believe it does anymore but Kate I, I fucking started off like oh my six god Simmons wash your mouth out I'm sorry for calling you Kate, but like <laughs> I would like deal with like six people a night as well, exactly the same thing, and just built it through. And you will rise up; it will happen. It you does not, happen. That's what I've always believed. That is what I've always believed. I've always told people, don't. John has a particularly wonderful PR, but I've told people, don't get PR. Do a show that is really good that you love doing. Go up there, do a hundred percent. You start with a few people. Every person is a human flyer. Things but, are no, not now. But not isn't this every now. single year though? This no, same I've never seen happens. it like this. Do, I've never seen. Do, do you think we're a couple of fruit machines away from being Las Vegas? Do you think I, it's becoming Las Vegas, Edinburgh? I think no. I think we're we're a couple of seminars away from just being an out and out trade fair. Oh, and uh, what trade fair? Trade fair. Yeah, okay. And it's yeah. and and what is happening is the, the, I have to say there's a there, there is a lack of spirit here. Yeah. It's not it's not the same. It's like it's like these four entities that run this kind of that thing. That is exactly what I'm and talking about. And I do about. see that because like uh, coming from Adelaide, yeah. Bussy knows, but like coming from Adelaide, there's a real and people say that that that, that fringe has been bastardized as well. But you do still feel like you can just get something great yeah. up or go be weird in a corner. Yeah. Like, I'm over here just doing this for an hour a day. Something weird's going to happen, but it will come up. But it will shine through, like... No, I, you see, that's the thing. Until this year, that is what I believe with all my heart. And, you know, even although Richard I the had... stars have gone this year. Uh, Richard had, um, well, like, you had, um, what do you call it? 
brown-eyed boy kind of behind you. Yeah. But when you played the Southsider, yeah, yeah. it was about word of mouth. It was about... Yeah. And I, I believe you used to be able to. I think it is so hard, to do, almost impossible to do what that What time now. are you on at the Tron? 20 past 10. And are you actually getting two people a day? Not two, but I have had three. And uh, they stuck to it. And then I had eight. I this last... will build. This will build. I had eight last it's Sunday. It's stuff like this, and but it's stuff that builds. I did nothing in my first season. Like, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm we'll not going to pull a finger out and give you a five star. Uh, I've given you a four star. <laughs> oh, oh, where's the one off? Where's the uh, one off? I tell you, um, <laughs> I tell you why the. the uh, no, why should I explain myself? But <laughs> hey, like, I wouldn't probably give the show. I wouldn't give the show a four star. You telling me I'm wrong? Yeah. Oh, what would, what would you give it? Same standard for myself as I have for myself. <laughs> what would you give it? Right now, it's better than when you saw it. So much better. But it's probably around two now. But I reckon I could get it to a four by the end of the fringe. Oh, you see, you're he's, he was playing to not like a brick wall, yeah. and and the stuff he's doing. That's the other thing. No one else is doing. Uh, I, I am struggling this year to find. You're only halfway through though, because there must be so much stuff that's underneath that's coming up. But you know, like there, what I'm seeing over and over and over and over and over again is. Um, Oh, uh, like in uh, 2006, a thing happened to me, and yeah. it like really unsettled me, and kind of, I was like seeing the world differently for a while, and I wasn't coping with it very well, and then like two years ago, like another thing happened to me, and that made me kind of put the thing that happened to me in 2006 in perspective, and now I'm okay. Now, there is only one show, that he's doing that in a remotely acceptable way, and that's Gad's show. So are you, does your show have a message for people to leave with? Yeah, so it's about this time in 2006 where this it, it, so yeah. I was thinking very differently for a while because it's this thing that happened to me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's but, no, no. But, I mean, no, it's, but that's the thing. That's the thing. That it is. No, other people are just standing there, or they go, um, yeah, I. I, I, I stubbed my toe in 2009 and like, I thought, like I genuinely thought it was just like a stubbed toe, but I, I, then it began but that swelling. that was the catalyst for my downfall and yeah, now that, I goldfish that I'm had not cancer. myself. I, I, I do find, I mean my flatmate Matt Ewins calls it the Edinburgh Whinge Festival. I do yeah. find that, that now that there is, there is a sort of very middle class sort of thing going around and, and they're trying to create problems so they can create a narrative oh. but are they not, I think that, that is the problem they're trying to make it interesting so they can cover up the holes in the oh. overall entertaining hour because oh. a lot of the, a lot of these guys can't just do an hour Absolutely. of non-secular stand-up that's funny so they go I can probably do 20 minutes let me coast on the fact that my dad had fucking cancer last yeah. year and, and milk you know, it you get the dead dad shows the dead yeah. uh, there's dead mum show this year although it's fucking brilliant yeah. um and then there's just so, so much. It's like wading through custard. And and it's, you know, it should never be in the... I'm fucking hell. Even there's some, some decent comics. I went to see Bethany Black. Decent comic. I loved her when she was all, you know, goth. Basically, I suppose I loved her when she was still fucked up. But, you know, she's fine now. And her show is... 
Yeah, 2012 was a bad year for me. I um, cracked my coccyx and uh, before that was even healed, I broke my leg. And Isn't that like, uh, do you, I mean, you've got to question what the audience want because the audience expect this type of stuff now and it's like quite a, if you just go see, see something kind of flat out funny or just like yeah. great and stupid or whatever it is, people are shocked by it now. People are more shocked by it and you know I operate in the world of silly. I do silly stuff, and people are more shocked than that by that than they are by shocking things that are like. But nobody's doing an anything shocking. Nobody's doing, doing anything. Yeah, but that hard shocking, cold. shocking honestness kind of stuff is like so. I mean, I see so much of it as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, like, I, I mean, place. I'm not supposed to talk here. All right, but, no, that's fine. But, but, so but, actually, um, we have been yeah. joined. Pull that in a little bit. Yeah. Well done. Um, <laughs> We've been joined by two of the ladies from Hot Brown Honey. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was a, uh, an, an embarrassing administrative fuck up, but we're extremely glad that they're here on the basis that you're going to be dark and you know, because these the guys are just letting me down so <laughs> fucking badly oh, no, here. It's just great. Like, you're talking about like oh. this thing's being dark all the time. And it's like fuck. I have a bomb. I mean, I understand that you go to depths that are dark places all the time, but I think that that I might sit maybe a bit juxtaposed to a few of you guys. And I, I, know, I know you like really not, not heaps well, but I know you pretty well. Is that I operate from a place that's pretty silly. Which I think that yeah. comedy comes from being an idiot, whereas yeah. I feel like here it's like let's get to the depth. No, of... no, no, it's not. It's not. It's just. And you, when you say jolly you, Sam Simmons, are, it makes sense. Just fucking be it from your yeah, from your heart. your heart. Yeah. And people are just. It's like TED talks. Yeah, absolutely. They shouldn't be in the comedy section. I've they seen shouldn't... way too many of those. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you want you want to be tested. You want to, you want to be, your just, boundaries to be. I pushed. want you honesty. Want... Yeah. I well, that's want honesty. It is about and, being honest. Yeah. And the first time you have to be honest is when you work out what fucking bit of the program you're going to go in. Yeah. yeah. And if that's the comedy section, get over yourself. Well, that's really interesting. If you, you need to take the, you know, if you need to take the bills, take the bills, whatever it is you need to do. <laughs> you've said you're in the comedy section. Fucking entertain me. Yeah. Now, Gad's show. Yeah. In the hands of Everybody else who is doing a, uh, something happened to me and exactly. it was really unsettling. At, he's the only show really where you, what he's made like fucking, not comedy, but it, it's still, because Richard Gadd's shows, it's brilliant. Uh, are, they're multimedia, yep. uh, they're dark, they're incredibly creative. Um, very personal. They're, they're, they're amazing, but until now, I've kind of always gone, that was unbelievably amazing. I've no, I've no idea what it was about. This year, he has actually managed to have all the, you know, the multimedia, although there are only, as far as I could make out, two body fluids. Go on, involved body? sweat well there's a lot of sweat you're welcome and a little bit of, <laughs> and a little bit of sick yeah yeah a lot of sick a lot of sick actually. no there wasn't yeah. a lot of sick it was a bit of sick a bit of sick yeah, yeah. Uh, so, chunder so, guys so that was a that was a big change yeah but 
all of that, and it's still, I mean, fuck, it's an amazing show about uh, an experience. I don't want to give anything, it's so hard not to give it away. Um, I think most of the people here have seen it. Are you guys the same venue or? No, no, no. But I, I was just saying that was a piece of theatre that I saw and had like, it was, uh, yeah, comedy amazing. has a form, has a tradition, and I, I agree with Kate. I but go, comedy surely needs to expand to incorporate other art. Yeah. Because the comedy's expanded yeah, no, for clown and it's expanded for... No, comedy, comedy has expanded to go, you know, dark. Silly, blah blah, all of that. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, but, yeah, but it doesn't need to fucking expand into being boring and self-obsessed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I agree with you as well, like totally. But like, can it all be? Isn't it like genre? John, isn't it like genres of music? Can, yeah, can it be, exactly. Can't you have death metal of comedy? Can't you have like Tchaikovsky? No, have... that's fine. But good, some, let them play their fucking boring no, instruments but, but then. Some, some let them do it. Fuck them. But some five-year-old. Fuck them. Yeah, let but, them be boring. But what we are up to our it's nipples in for us. is bloody twelve-year-olds who have been brought up by an over-loving mother who's told them they're <laughs> brilliant musicians, right? And who can only play fucking chopsticks. Ah. And we're all sitting there going. Chopsticks, yeah. chopsticks. I want names. Let's let them be. Let's let them be there. Great. Because Why? we stand aside the, with them. But like, they're like 50% of the comedy section good. this year. Then we stand aside and look brilliant. <laughs> I, I agree with <laughs> that. Like, my really aim in comedy is not for me to get better. It's for everybody else to get shit. Because <laughs> I don't think I can get good enough to beat the good people. So I just wait. I can be persistent. I'll wait for everyone else to be mediocre, and then one year it'll be my year, and I will be award-winning. Yeah, absolutely. They're already mediocre. But let them be, and I think it's a good thing. I mean, I see that banality as well, and the beigeness of what you see around you. And some of them I love. Like I love really, really boring straight stand-up sometimes. I love it. I really hey, do. I, mean, I love. That's it's why. Well. That's why. Also, he, yeah. Blondie here, right. bit of a no giant. Tricks. No, Bit no. of a dying breed. It is. You have to go and see this show. Uh, well, Thank what you. time are you on? Uh, Twenty past ten. Oh, you on. clash. Yeah, I clash. Uh, yeah. But well, you know. it's it's proper. Well, the thing S- is, uh, Simmons has left the room. <laughs> He's out. Oh, I don't Off for a uh, silly tiny fish. bladder. Tiny <laughs> Australian <laughs> bladder. The thing yeah. is, with comedy, so many comedians are out there to, and their in their mind, it's to make it a very enjoyable, pleasant night for the audience and. That's not my goal. I'm not yeah. their friend. If you see me host a show, I'm their best friend. I'll make the room beautiful. But in my show, it's my show. You like me or you leave me. I'm not there to sugarcoat it for you. But I just say, I, don't, oh, yeah, I, I just yeah. say cunt a lot. But I, I know Sam's gone, but I have had this ca- discussion about Sam and like the balls that someone like... For me, comedy is like about having your balls to just do what you got to do. And I kind of put Tony Lawson and Jim Jeffries in the same light as like... They're different, but they had the balls to go through the muck. And everyone, no one has balls anymore, it seems like. No, they're just, uh, they're, they're I too busy. I mean, are, are we all well? And you go, shut the fuck up. Tell me yeah. something interesting. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a Banksy quote, right? Banksy quote. I think this is perfect. Yeah. Art should disturb the comfortable and comfort the yeah. disturbed. Yeah. yeah. That, that 
is what it needs to do. And I think I think the end of a picture has become less about that. It's become about appeasing the widest and most general audience. I just complimented I think, you while you were gone. I think it's completely. I just complimented you while you were gone. Yeah. yeah. I just said you've got. Yeah. But because I've used your name before when I'm describing comedians that I respect in terms of having the ball. No matter what. I was genre, hitting such a salient point there. The, the, I know. I'm the balls. <laughs> stick. So that I was say the most like profound moment Tony of my Lahr life. In the same and now they're just verbally me, sucking each other off. Because you've got balls to do what you got to do. And it's about having balls. And when you and I've done it. because I, I have no sick. idea Sometimes what they're talking I, about. I, I don't do what talking I want to do. Talking about balls? Uh, and I hate myself. Right. I hate myself. But then another night I walk the room. No, I've, I've zoned out now. <laughs> we we could just start talking about something else. <laughs> What's no, going we on? Need to let, we need to let those like fucking vanilla fuckers out there do what they do and we stand aside from it because if everyone's getting out there and like really mining their own hearts and their art and their past and the darkness and their background, it doesn't matter what it is, then how dark and black does it get? Yeah, but it's like, not about it being vanilla. It is about being shit. No, but like, and everyone's like looking for vanilla. a new thing. Like, it's going to be the new shock. Like, what depths do we get to? It won't be long before there's someone on the free fringe who goes out there with a gun and fucking blows their uh, head no. off. And goes, you that's are like, bang. No, I'm a Michael McIntyre fan. <laughs> I'm a Sam Simmons fan. I'm not saying that it should be relentlessly black. I am saying it should... I'm saying it should be comedy. It should Absolutely, be... Absolutely, and, yeah. and really, some cunt... <laughs> <laughs> Some cunt with a first world problem that doesn't have the the comedy skills to do an hour with jokes and crafted material and thinks that he can eke it out by, you know, talking about when his granny died and it really upset him or whatever. If if, if there's real issues at play and there's passion there, as what I believe in like what you guys are doing, I've heard about the pizza phone call. Yeah. Which I mean, we're not doing any spoilers here. Yeah. But that's extraordinary, and the way that twists people in the audience to thinking in a very different way is extraordinary, yeah. and you're using that in a really powerful way. That's really exciting. Yeah. You know? I, and exciting sounds horrible because it's like, oh, what, for titillation of an audience? But at yeah. the same time, like, fucking hell. But that's I honestly amazing. think you are. You're seeing the fringe. You're in a very different place now. Absolutely. I mean, you never I, I exactly, just, you I, never exactly came tunneling up through the fucking sewers, but but I you did. Are, though. I no, did. you didn't. Not here. I, not I here. I did. I'll you defa- think you I'll, went I'll straight defa- into the gilded fucking balloon? Yeah, yeah. But I, I didn't know what was beyond that. Because no, no. what was beyond that back then? There was no, no free fringe. you fringe. never. Like, but there was no free fringe back then. Gad and Pollen. All right, you're. No, just a tonic. He don't count. Don't give him that praise. That is a paid venue, my friend. So Gad has tunneled his way up. Yeah. Through. Still tunneling. But at the same time, like (laughs) you've got to realise that I've got a massive past back in Australia, playing to like absolutely like miners and like shearers. Miners, as in children under fourteen. Yeah, that as well. But like I've played to like crowds way worse and way smaller in like rural Australia 
that shits all over you. Oh no, I'm in a cave in Edinburgh. Oh, it's so hard. I fucking played horror in Australia to actually get myself through it. Yep. So it's not like I've come here and it's like, oh, and there's the limousine door. <laughs> I'm at the Gilded Balloon. But I fucking went through hell back there to actually build something there. To get here and then be in fear again. And then spend my first two years here being in fear and then building something. So I did come from somewhere. I did come through a sewer. And it's a very, very yeah, right. and down under by, sewer. On the count of three, we're all going to open a vein for Sam. No, no, no but i yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> we're opening a vein Stop. for anyone. It should be me. Just <laughs> gave me a look, <laughs> gave me a look off mic. come to Edinburgh no, and please. didn't come. <laughs> <laughs> right, because these two guys... are here on their first Edinburgh, I mean, as performers. Oh. Just the tonic is free, I apologise. It is free, isn't it? My, my solo show yeah. is tickets. I put tickets I in. Well, I, but you I, can do... You can book tickets, I, but it's a free it's, It still counts. Yeah. Uh, other shows in my venue are free. Yeah. Mine is tickets. Yeah. That's how it's very, very, very cheap. It's six. And most yeah. of the time it's half price, so it's cheap. It's good, man. I, I apologise. I just don't... <laughs> so, are you huge in New York? Jesus Christ, no, no. Lord have mercy. Uh, no, I'm not. I've been there for like two years, but I was pretty much an alcoholic for the first year, and then I sort of sobered up, and now I'm, I work hard all the time. But uh, I'm not, no, I'm not big in New York. But I'm, so, I'm working hard every day, and that's all I. What is care. your, and also John? I'm from Dublin, but I live in New York now. Simmonson's there as well. What yeah, I know Daniel. Me, Daniel. Me and Daniel will be doing a lot of stuff. How do you see the, the way it works? in Edinburgh, given that this is your first show? Well, I have been here on mixed stuff previously, but never a solo show. About two years ago, I did a 45... I, I, I wanted to do an hour, then I decided to do a 45-minute show, and I did it with Freestival, and it was a oh. tragedy, the, the, the old Freestival, and I had four people every day and all this stuff. But my show was just called Column Tyrrell, the 45-minute show. That was it, and no one knew what they were getting. And then I was opening with, like, fingering some chick with cerebral palsy type of a story and then I was walking the room so this year my show is called the hookers and blow show assuming that the audience would be like oh this is some Let's sort of let's try and adult. guess what attracted me That's to go and see his show they still walk out though you're a dark one opposite you're a dark one I've so, got to come and see this man oh, no, it's oh you can yeah, yeah, a periscope and send it to you or something look at the Celts unite I know the Celts unite we're on the outside guys correct I mean no you guys are made for each other so a shared sort of oppression yeah well you can talk about that in a different context if you like <laughs> Colonisation, anyone? Colonisation. Well, yeah, totally, absolutely. I, I feel very bad about knocking, not talking to the girls. We will in a second. I, I but really I, want to know about it as well. Oh, shut the fuck up no, for a I'm second. Look, whose podcast is this? I'm sorry. Uh, I just want to know from John, who is at... Oh, my God, a man ponytail. I know, I just saw it as well. Yeah. Um, I, because John is at... Uh, the stand. I'm at the stand for every day at 4.45 up to August <laughs> Yeah, that wasn't the answer I was asking for, John. <laughs> no, no, plug the shit no. out. Um, it's because you're at that, I don't know, it's a kind of, like, not exactly iconic, but very famous venue. But how are you, what is it like for a first-timer? I love them because I was at the Free Fringe for three years 
and the first year doing open spots, the second year doing a two-hander, and then last year I got royally fucked up the arse of a Cowgate head. You must I have enjoyed up, that. Oh, I, I paid to come here. I paid my accommodation. I paid to go in Ed Fringe. I ended up not coming, but still outlaid all the money to come. Fuck! I got really screwed up the arse with barbed wire and a bloody dildo. Oh, and so oh this my God, year I'm getting I decided, moist. On the dildo or yeah, just together, the whole lot. Was that a bloody was, dildo? Or a this dildo, year I decided dildo. paid or nothing. Yeah. Because I'm, I want to know if you're going to fuck me, Risk, yeah. I want to look you in the eye while you do it. So I wrote to all the paid venues and the stand said they wanted me and it's been an absolute dream. They're a comedy club all year round in Scotland. Yeah, they're amazing. They look yeah. after their staff. On Monday, we, everybody was forced to have the day off because they give their staff the day off. They are just a dream. Yeah, okay, marvellous. Um, advert for the standover. But how are you finding getting in? Uh, you've got another drink coming, John. Well done. This is number five, by the way. You're doing well, John. You're uh, drinking for the both of us. Um, but, like, in terms of getting in, because as I realise it's not, but as gimmicks go, international man of leather should have them. Oh, the audiences are tiny. Tiny, tiny, tiny. You but see? the appreciation index, very, very high. I shake the hand of everyone on the way out, and I would say everyone's very perky on the way out, and then we meet in the bar afterwards for drinks, for Q&A, mostly my cue there, eh? Um, I'm loving the show, and I love the audience I've got. It is very small. I'm struggling to win over people who don't think they like kink. My argument is we're all kinky. It's just you might not use that language but I am struggling to win that argument on the street. So I'm yeah. having my flyers reprinted with a friendlier image, me smiling on the front. <laughs> what, what, was it, what was it now? What's it now? My, now is me pulling my... Sh I've got a shirt and tie, and I'm pulling it open like Superman to reveal a leather harness underneath. <laughs> and the idea, like the creative idea behind, was shirt and tie on top, kinky underneath. But what Absolutely. that actually enables people to do is project their... their weird, shitty, oh my god, this isn't for me fantasy onto my image and go, oh, this isn't for me, and run away screaming. So instead we're going to have the cheesy thumbs up, I'm smiling, I'm safe, I'm vanilla, yeah. and then we'll get him in the room. And I'll, I'll tell him when they're in the room that I was set on fire in Florida. <laughs> yeah. yeah, with rubbing alcohol, it's all completely safe. But don't go around the details. <laughs> yeah, and then a, a big guy, a big guy with a flogger. They let the flames go for a few seconds, and he flogged the flames right out. So it was blood. It was, it was all good. It was a demo. I was international Mr. Leather. It was fine. It's fine, people. <laughs> That's casual human burning. I'm drinking more vodka. Excellent. No, uh, I'm very aware that we have two ladies in, it has to be said, alarming and... Very combustible. Tracksuits. There has to be something better they could have put you in. Then we don't have to fucking fly because we are walking flyers. When you have such six people walk. like that, everybody remembers who the fuck we are and people are yelling out. For our first time, I think, spending a hundred bucks each on this fucking Larry tracksuit has been the best investment <laughs> we have fucking made. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us about because you are kicking ass. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, it's great. And it's kind of, um, it's pretty amazing because we're tapping into a whole crowd that has, hasn't been often been invited to the fringe. So, people of colour. Like who? 
people of colour, women of colour, um, who have not felt that it is their place, or they'll find little things that they want to see at the fringe, but definitely not a whole heap of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But are you funny? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'd have to see the show, but yeah, we're a lot funnier than a lot of people. Are you part of the briefs factory? <laughs> oh. <laughs> that, that's a fact that you can't say that and not be. Yeah, that's like can I, can I ask something? Yeah. Yes. Sir. I could look at Copsy, because Copsy gave me a little evil eye before. <laughs> yeah, that's... So what's the background of you guys is like uh, Aboriginal Australia in there as well. Yeah, Aboriginal and Australia. And so it's a, a mixture of like there's uh, Samoan, there's... South African, Tongan, Maori. Yeah, right. So, but we all live on Australia. What's, yeah. We all uh, live on stolen land. really fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is the whole like culture in Australia that you guys yeah. would know nothing about. Yeah. yeah. And how fucked it is back down there. Oh, yeah. I, I understand. Like we are the worst of the worst. Oh, yeah. yeah. Human rights violations left, yeah, right and center sure. right now. So, and it is fascinating like knowing that you guys... I remember in Adelaide what was going on and the ripples that were happening with your show is extraordinary and it's happening here as well. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. It's what pretty time, good. What time are you guys on? Uh, 8.20 at the Assembly oh, Roxy every night. Yeah. yeah. Oh, in the big hall. In the wow. church. I'm kind of clueless. <laughs> tell it. me something about what it is because I'm clueless as to what it is. You, 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 if you want to know about like all especially indigenous history in Australia because I know I mean, I know stuff because of my family, but yeah. fucking tell him. Well, so yeah. Go on, answer his question. Tell the boy. Well, basically, it's talking about how we, as like intersectional feminists, basically intersect in Australia and have a whole heap of stories that have never been heard before. And the fact is, the one thing that we all intersect with the most is comedy. We're all funny as fuck, actually. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Liking um, that. You, yeah. you, you couldn't get that confidence here in Britain. I, 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 don't think, I love that. I love that. But I, 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 I like that confidence. I don't think any British comedian would be like, well, you know, the show's alright. You've got to come, uh, come along. It might be alright. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. It might be a bad day. It might yeah, be a funny audience. Exactly. I like that. Yeah. We need more of that. We need more of that. Well, yeah. Well, we're putting ourselves centre stage. No one puts fucking black women or brown women centre stage. Uh, we're oh, putting ourselves there. Nobody puts bright women <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> well, yeah. So we're doing it, and we're doing it really fucking well because that's we have to be one million times better than anyone else. One trillion times. Yeah. Yeah. And are you guys uh, straight, gay, mixed, All, whatever? Everything. Yeah. Every single sexuality and fluid in between. And yeah. fluid. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. Cool. I've never quite understood the the difference between like where I come from, you know, you go, I'm bisexual. Like to fuck men, like to fuck women. You know, anything that's roughly legal around the rims, if you pardon the expression, of yeah. either of those <laughs> yeah. I'm happy to do. And like now, there's all this new vocabulary. Yeah. Was it? Were you? You were talking about that. Yeah. I was. I was saying I'm trying my best to keep up with the vocabulary, but it's difficult. I think yeah. that's just a point. That I'm, yeah. I'm trying. Yeah. Some stuff, but at the same time, I don't know if it's the right answer to be leak. Uh, there's, there's a lot there. There's L, L, B, 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 I, L, B, 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 B,
And then there's a, there's a whole different range of pronouns now. Yeah. And uh, we had somebody at the Grouchy Club who... Um, You've got to explain the Groucho Club. What the fuck is Grouchy this weird society club. you're a part of? Club. No, that's your podcast what you do. Yeah. Right, so it's, no, a, it's a weird society, isn't it? We had... Uh, what the hell happens there? We, well, first we're the Grouchy Club. Yeah. Don't talk about Grouchy Club. Which is why we had two people in the audience this afternoon. <laughs> it kind of doesn't work. It's niche. That, is that the Masons? A what? It's a bit like the Masons, isn't it? Yeah. Branches, yeah. Lots, lots of, uh, but not as funny. Um, <laughs> no, we just we do a podcast, and in Edinburgh we do it live. Um, but we had a guy in uh, what I laughingly refer to as the audience, um, and uh, oh, I know we were talking about because there's. I mean, there are thought police, and he's and up here, where we're all nice and middle class and uh, right thinking. The thought police, this is their playground. So, la- uh, a couple of last year, there's a comedian called Will Franken. He's wonderful. He is wonderful, but he is about to tunnel so far up himself. <laughs> that he will be unable to get back down with the help of the entire cast of The Great Escape. <laughs> and most of them didn't make it out. So, yeah, exactly. You know, he's going yeah. to have a difficult time. Um, and what makes you say that, though? Sorry, Kate, I think I'm the only person in here who actually understands what The Great Escape was, but that was fucking extraordinary. Where is he going? That was extraordinary. He's escaping. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, right. So, so, so Will last year, but Will was Sarah last year. Well, so well last year. Will. Right? Uh, yeah. So what happened was, basically, he's a fucker. Now, uh, as Richard at least will understand, yeah. when you're a fuck up, your fucked upness comes out in a lot of different ways, oh, and you go, wow. I'll try drink, and I'm only doing this because, you know, been there, I'll try drink, I'll try drugs, I'll try this, I'll try that, I'll try whatever it takes. And last year, Will decided that he was fucked up because he was a man, a woman trapped in a man's body. So he became Sarah. One of the ugliest women I've ever had the misfortune to clap eyes on. I mean, he was like a really bad woman. It was... But happy, I assume. Well, no, not that happy. Of course he was immediately befriended by uh, the feminazis and all feminazis. the like professional PR, uh, professional you know, PC brigade who were all... Speak the truth, though. This is what the hell is this? You could not say anything negative about Will, or you'd be transphobic. Yes. So, he did a show here last year, which I thought was the worst show he'd done, because so much of it was taken up with being Sarah. And then you got big bits which were just, well, 
I was, uh, he is American, so I was walking down the road and there were these people like cat calling me and they were like, oh my god, you're ugly. And I was like, fuck off, for which you get a round of applause and you go, you know, get over yourself. So, after Edinburgh, like a month or so after Edinburgh, he decided that he was no longer a woman trapped in a man's body. He was a man trapped in the body of a man who was wearing dresses. So he dumped the whole Sarah thing. And you think of that? Of course. Uh, you know, um, invoking the ire of the feminazis and the professionally PC. But was his reason for going back into Will not because he couldn't handle he couldn't handle the stigma he was getting in public? Honestly, he said. Yeah. Okay. To me, as a friend, possibly, you know, in confidence. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> um, he said he wasn't getting any pussy. Right, okay, right. And this is where I bow out of the conversation. <laughs> right, this is where I come in. I appreciate, I appreciate having sex vodkas, but why does somebody have to be Will or Sarah? Why can't they be a bit of both? Why can't we let them be whatever they want to be on that day? Like, that's surely the European model. You wake up, what are you that day? A little bit of Martha, a little bit of Arthur. Absolutely. A little bit of vodka. But what we... Now, we've got to give everything a fucking name. Everything's... And you've got to be able... You've got to know what the names are. Because if you use the wrong name, then that makes you a bad person. We have this guy... Can I play devil's advocate? There's a really easy way through this. Two rules to live your life by. First of all, ask people today, what would you like to be called? Yeah. And secondly, this is the most important rule, don't laugh at their answer. Yeah. If you can do that, you can have a happy life. Just say to somebody, what would you like to be called today? And then don't laugh at them. Yeah. Easy. Okay. Uh, and it's time constraining. Uh, and just yeah, don't... Hello, hello. Hello. what's your name today? <laughs> Well, why, but don't you, why don't you just assume it's the same name and then you tell us and we'll we, accept it. The acceptance yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, we were we were talking about Will at the Grouchy Club and this little guy in the front, this young guy in the front row, <laughs> I say front row, in the row, um, uh, said um, uh, that he was gay. He said, and my, um, my boyfriend identifies as uh, my partner identifies as gender fluid. Okay, gender fluid. And I said, okay. And I, I said, what exactly does that mean? And he said that basically, sometimes his boyfriend wakes up and feels like a woman and wants to be treated like a woman. And sometimes his boyfriend wakes up and feels like a man and wants to be treated like a man. Yeah. Isn't and the human condition complicated? <laughs> I mean, oh. bloody hell, man. I'm done trying <laughs> yeah. to figure it all out. Man. Absolutely. I, I, I woke up one day, I was like, I've punished myself enough. 
I'm fucking, I'm, I'm done with this. Yeah. No, it's really easy. When you stop thinking as people, as you have to be man all the time, or you have to be woman all the time, yeah. and you just treat people as they actually are, yeah. it's a lot easier. Oh, so if we're we just, all... just John and Sam, it doesn't matter if Sam's a man or a woman. Sam is a beautiful human being, and I'm a beautiful, human, little bit drunk human being. We're just who we are. So just treat people who they are. It's very easy. But, um, like, like that, your show this year. Yep, yep. How much are you prepared to talk about it? Um, go on, just fire off if I, if I find things too much. Because it's uh, about a life-changing, kind of a life-changing experience. Yep, yep. Now... You were always, I mean, your kind of public persona yep. has always been, uh, you know, crazy fuck up. Yep. However, that might have been faked for. Well, it's been it's been heightened. It was heightened. You know, I I, I think to the to the detriment. I would say I'm very proud of everything I've done, and I, I don't like to self-deprecate the work I've done. But yep. I would say that a criticism I perhaps have of the three shows I did, the trilogy of shows, the the, the, the cheese and crack course, Breaking Guard and Waiting for Gado, were I, I, I took the truth of my life at that point and I exaggerated to the point that the moral message was skewed or, or didn't even come through at all. Yep. And that was to, the, to my detriment. So this year I was like, all right, what do I do with the fourth show? I need to give give context to to. Keep those. going, keep going. Yeah, I need to give context to, 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 to those shows. I mean, th this because this year was the first time you go, whoa. Yeah. It's real. Oh, yeah. There's nothing, nothing and, fake about this one. And I hesitate to use the words long and hard, but how long and hard uh, did you think about doing the show so honestly I I I, I flip-flop for, for I flip-flop for so long I I wasn't sure I was ready to come in terms with all the stuff in the show not to keep on being so fucking vague by the way but 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 you know um, I lived inside my head for years and I do these shows and I would hint at things in bursts and, and people would yep. get you know themes and they'd be like why is, why is all this stuff running through the show why is that thing running through the show but it was so heightened and it was behind this like angry character who would yep. shout the audience into laughing. The people never, people just thought it was a romp and they'd go home yeah. and their minds wouldn't be changed. It got to the point where I found it more and more and more difficult to separate my, my work from my life. And I thought it was about time I, I came to terms with all this stuff. And, and you know, and I, I think as well, it's a story to, that I, I needed to tell for, 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 for myself. Really, for you, yeah. yeah. Yeah, And I had all these recordings because, you know, when you're going through... You know, I, I'm a hermit. I, I, I'm completely elusive. I, I keep myself to myself. But when you're going through a private hell, and I kept myself to myself because they didn't want people finding out about my life and the life I led. Um, and so I kept myself to myself. And I I, uh, I, I, used to, I started to, you know, record things and take things down. And, and then I was like, Jesus Christ, I have a whole bunch of stuff and recordings here that I can, I, I can play and release. And, you know, looking back in it now, you know, I wish I didn't, I wish I did it sooner. Really? Yeah. Can I ask something? I need to work this out. Did you fuck a dog? 
What <laughs> did you do? We needed that. We can always rely what on Simmons did for, you the, do? for the te- to get get rid of the tension. Yeah. What are you hiding? I fucked a goat dressed as a dog. Right. right so now yeah. I've got to say yeah. to you, Richard, the sound design on your show is. It's about finding that truth. No, The sound design. Oh yeah, so awesome. I did all that myself on free software called Audacity. Yeah. Well done, nice. Because I always thought the best show you've ever done was Fail. Fucking yeah. love Fail. That was, was that fucking list? awesome. Was that the uh, ping pong? Yeah. The list, some both sides. That wow. was fucking with you in the sink washing your hands. So honest. I remember. Yeah. I was so honest, guys. I was so honest back then. <laughs> but at the same time, like I mean. I don't know what you're alluding to in the show, the fuck the dog or what you put up your I know, I'm really sorry about this, but uh, we can't talk about it because Richard's mum might be tuning in. Yeah. And Um, why am I in trouble? What did I do wrong there? (laughs) No, 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 really. But uh Popsy, what are you talking about? Like Okay, fair enough. No, but it's it's (laughs) we can't I mean I hate this, believe me. Although the other thing is that there is like a big reveal yeah, not, in the show. I'm not, I'm not trying to get to that. And what are you trying to? Why are you silencing me? But Sorry, I, Sam. I, did he fuck a dog? <laughs> what are well, you saying here? It was consensual. Right, fair the enough. dog really liked him. But it is, a, it is that thing where you are like... Okay, I know. Have you seen me walking around with that, that dog that walks just on its hind legs? Yes. Yeah, yeah. and has a handbag. It speaks right. in perfect English tongue. But it's about tr- truth and comedy is really fascinating. And I know that's what you guys are doing at the moment, which mm. I think is incredible because I've had like not not one... You've done truth and comedy. But three guys come up to me to, to talk to me at the pizza bit in the show. Yeah, wow. Because I'm Australian. Yeah, and they're yeah, like, yeah, oh, I saw yeah. this Australian guy was doing this thing. I was like, oh. Yeah, right. And then tell me, I'm like, and they're like, the pizza bit. Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, wow. it's a similar thing with Richard. Like, it's something you can't really talk about, apparently. Yeah. And that sounds so fucking up itself, but. And no! He's the, no, Richard is just about the only person. I was going to say the only person I'd do it for. Just, Thank you very much, though. I, well, I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that. Absolutely. But, you know, it's. I know, now, when I, I'm, I'm when being I given do see it, I'll feel like an asshole. yes? No, you won't. Right. No. Yeah, you will. Like, no. <laughs> but when you are putting your truth into comedy and stuff, I mean, but it's also like, I, I've got to say, like, Matt, and I hope this doesn't... No, no, go on. ...where you are, but no, how much truth you put out there as well, because, like, the show I did last year was all about, like, uh, the sexual and physical abuse that I've had as a kid that I put out there that no one believed because yep. it seemed so absurd that everyone laughed at it which is kind yep. of interesting in a weird way to like take it back and I wonder how far it can go Yeah. and I do think about and I think that and I'm not going to be ageist here but I think John, me, Popstick might be the only ones who know this do you remember the Looney Tunes cartoon with the wolf that was presenting the the greatest like the, the greatest act he could ever do, and he could yes. only do it once. Do you remember what he did? What did he do? Do you remember, John? No, I had meningitis when I was twenty-five. So right. I've lost all my memory up to that point. Oh fuck! 
I was thinking, fuck, why are we watching Looney Tunes at 25? But yeah, fair enough. <laughs> well, we'll okay. So basically, well. it was this wolf that went on stage and he said, I've got the greatest act for you. And he was trying to pitch to a whole lot of like producers going, I've got the greatest act, the greatest act in the world. It's the greatest. And then he set himself on fire and died and went to heaven. He said, but you can only see it once. And then he just blew himself up. And I wonder how much we can let ourselves be truthful and I know it might be hurtful to you or what you're you're doing I'm quite pissed so this is quite insensitive and how much truth can be out there that stretches into comedy that can be true or not and I do wonder sometimes that's why I was quite sensitive about what I was talking about with my mum last year because it was horrific stuff you know like being force fed cat shit as a boy all this weird shit going on and I was like but how do I make that funny yep it's a really fucking weird place to live in. It's and next line. year, someone's going to come to the fringe and just fucking gut themselves and go, five stars! Yeah. You know what I mean? In a free fringe venue. They are going to come here no, and no. fucking decapitate themselves. <laughs> but Because what do you want, Copstick? That's what you want! No. You want someone to come here and open their veins for you. No. <laughs> well, to be fair... I'd be interested. No, but but, but no. I mean, I love. Uh, I, I think the part of the essence. If you're gonna do these are the jokes, folks. That's one kind of comedy. If you're gonna do, oh, this is meaningful. This is this. This is that. Well, fuck them, but let them be. You have to be truthful. The the, the horror. The horror that is this year's fringe. Is, Everyone's sad. He's all this, you know, like sometimes the truth is like, like, why should I care? Yeah. You know, just because you stubbed your toe in 2010, <laughs> that, you know, okay, that's the truth. Have, but, have you seen Chris Gethard's show? Yes. And was that also in the, in the realm of boring, shitty thing? Or as like a 16 year guy who's been doing stand up in America for 16 years? But I haven't seen it, but his show is about his suicide attempts. Good weird stuff, yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying, you're three years in and you're doing to do the same show, it's going to be pretty shitty and boring, but he's 16 years in. A no, big I guy. think Chris how was Gethard, that? How was that show for you? Chris Gethard's show for me... Was that also... What was, uh, was a middle-class pity party. Yeah? Okay, yes, he is... Uh, He's got clinical depression, but at the I zoned. I kept zoning out. He's he's got clinical depression. He was like he starts with oh I was always a weird child. He basically takes you through his entire life, and I didn't give a shit. But at the same time, and 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 it wasn't. It really wasn't that funny. And at the end, he said he says to the audience, "Oh, thank you very much. Thank you so much for coming." And you, when you, you well, just wait a second, and when you laughed, I felt really validated. And when you were silent, I felt we were making a connection. And I go, "That's not what I'm here for. I'm not here to validate you. I'm not. I, I just." I, you know, fucking hell. How sad does it have to get to make you happy, though? No, 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 that's not about it. No, it is a... 
Okay, I suppose my vision, my vision, my, the way I look at things is slightly skewed. Because if you're going to do a show that is, if this is all about me and my, please, bottom line, be more fucked up than me. Yeah, okay. And... I get that. But that gets into a weird place eventually. But, I, you know... It I, channels down and down and down and down and, and down until... It, you know, it's me, me, me. And back to him. I'm now pointing a column. <laughs> There's almost nothing left of people who are not doing... Yeah. Uh, oh, so I started as a drug addict, blah, 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 blah. Who are just doing fantastic, coruscatingly hard material and putting it out there with no excuses, no nothing. It is awesome to see. I have not seen anything like his show. Apart from Hot Honey Brown. This, yeah, I really haven't. There is, you know, you're like the last man standing. It's just, it's just a lot of cunt jokes. I, talk, I say cunt a lot. I say I like hairy cunts for about an hour, and then I leave. So don't get your hopes up. Don't be cunt in an Irish accent. But go on, say team. Team. Oh, uh, team. No, no, like team. My show has a team. Yeah, the team of my show is Hit Your Kids. <laughs> and say, say I think Game that of is the team of my show. Actually. <laughs> so say Game of Thrones. Game of. Game of Thrones. Thrones. There we go. You see, that's comedy. That's fucking comedy. <laughs> You're just born with it, guys. You're just either born with it or you don't have it. <laughs> and finally, before the uh, card runs out, hot brown honey. It's not just hot brown girls cavorting no. around. Well, that's that's our trick. That's what. That's how we get people to come. Yeah. First of all, that's how you lure them in. Yeah. So we're asking people to interrogate all of their views. When they see us on that post, and they're coming in with a whole heap of preconceptions. So we're asking them to bring them, and we'll smash them. <laughs> I'm loving it. And so before the sound card wears out, I would like to say thank you very much to John. No, oh, that, ooh, hi, sorry, sorry. You've got to plug your shows. So, John Pendle, International Man of Leather. My show is International Man of Leather at the Stand 4 every day at 4.45. It's a really sweet, gentle show. But tonight, because it's after midnight, I got horrendously drunk for Kate. I was expecting her to ask me about anal prolapses. And you haven't. Wow. You haven't. You Never so had a prolapse. You did say something a minute ago about losing your memory for 25 years. I did. Skirted no, over that, that was the one. most exciting thing to get brushed on. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe we brushed over that. Can you do it? Can you explain it in five sentences? Or? Hey, that's next year's show. All right, okay. All right. You already told him. Uh, tell me after. All right, uh, Richard Gadd. Uh, no, hang on. Now, there's almost no point in Richard Gadd promoting a show because... You Tw have to queue venue, baby. twice <laughs> just to get in to see it. However, on you go. Uh, Richard Gadd, Monkey See, Monkey Do, Nidri Street, the Banshee Labyrinth, uh, 945. And 
Sam Simmons in one of the despicable venues that just oh. destroyed no, 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 no. I'm destroying the free no, no, no. No, no, no. I'm the monster no 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 don't come to my show in fact here's my testicle rubbing on the microphone okay <laughs> oh, but we do the fringe because me testicle is rubbed up we, against we it. Don't I don't want you there. <laughs> Can I just say that uh, Sam is actually at an underbelly venue, and underbelly are the good guys of the big four. They're lovely. They're marvelous. They're wonderful. They're fabulous. They're creative, and not only that, they're paying our bar bill. So he is. Colum is actually the one who needs bums on seats. Yeah, yeah. Come not to be. Come, come, come if you want. Yeah, it's that. Uh, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Right, it's, my name's Colum Tyrrell. The show is called the Hookers and Blow Show. Uh, it's at twenty past ten every night in the Tron. Can you just try and make it a little bit more entertaining than that? <laughs> Look, come out. I'll probably curse at some people. I'll say some uh, shit about, uh, you know, fucking Down Syndrome kids. You are so kids. shit at PR. <laughs> I have oh a flyer. My I, have I'm you seen my up. flyer? Have you seen my flyer? Where? What? Uh, it's in my pack in my bag. I'll show you. The flyer is very interesting, and I thought it would have sparked some controversy. Uh, Good now, while flyer. we're looking that, at his flyer, <laughs> uh, talk to me about Hot Brown Honey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we're Hot Brown Honey, we're at uh, Assembly Roxy, 8.20 every night except Monday. If you want to be part of the creative revolution, come and see us and fuck the patriarchy. Yeah. And also, I realise this is not politically correct, but they're fucking, that means seriously, not only are they brown, but they are fucking hot. Uh, now, I'm going to be back next week. And uh, uh, we're going to go off now and get even more drunk. Sadly, it might have to be on our own barbell.